Welcome back to another episode of Bachelor Night in America, presented by Water Cooler Sports. This is the number one Bachelor podcast in the universe, self-proclaimed. I am your host, Catch, and I'm alongside via satellite my great friend, someone I'd always give the rose to, Junior. Junior, how are you tonight? I am smitten with this new couple. <laughs> All right, smitten. There you go. It was the word of last season, peppered in this season, and uh, Junior is smitten. We got a great show for you today. We have two great interviews uh, with Heather, who has has been kissed, and mm-hmm. Kerpa. So we got both of them on a lot of fun, um, and we'll get to those in a little bit. But we got to start right in with the state of Colton on this, the final show of the season. Yes, yes. He's great. I mean, now he is. <laughs> when we, the, the comparison from... When night one started to when night two ended, he's a new man because that when they when they found him wandering the streets, it was a mess. But now he seems to be doing great. Um, his risk paid off, which was a huge risk. Yep. Um, but I, you know, they look very happy. They're very like uh, cutesy on Twitter. I don't know if you've noticed this, but they're it's a little all much. over the place now. It's no, a little. It's much. fine. They're in love. I I love their love. Okay. So that's what I'll say. Well, that's good. Um. Yeah, I mean, ultimately he got what he wanted. Um, you know, in, in in a way, I, I think you kind of have to look down on him for forcing himself to to get that. You know, not letting, I don't not letting Cassie you know make her own decisions, and he just wouldn't leave her alone. Um, <laughs> but but no, he uh, you know they, he got what he wanted. I'm sure Cassie got what she's probably happy too. So um, if I she mean, didn't want it, she wouldn't be there. Okay. I mean, the, the biggest loser in this whole thing is Cassie's dad, I think, cause he's probably gonna be watching this like, Jesus yeah. Christ, this is not yeah. what I freaking wanted. It, it's like, it's like a, in like a Disney where like the, the villain wins like three quarters of the way through, but right. then the hero foils him yeah. right at the end. Yeah. It, That's what he's, he's like, I had it. Right. I had it slipped my grasp. No, I'm yeah. not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna accuse the show of anything, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if years down the road we find out that, like, before the season started, they whispered into Colton and Cassie's ear, like, this is how we're going to do it. And, like, so those, those two were in on it the whole time. Like, their love was there. No, I'm saying their love is true, but, like, they wanted Colton's story to be so epic and, like, you know, heartbreaking and everything that it's like, this is how we're going to do it. Well, I did see a picture today of when they they took a picture of like him and the entire cast at the beginning, and they were standing next to each other. They were standing next to each other. Yes, yes, I I saw that too, and that's where my thought came from. Um, <laughs> now we're going to have a um, another nested segment within the state of Colton. Um, this is going to be called the Hunt for Red Colton, and it's we're just going to talk about when they had to chase him down on uh, on Tuesday night, so or Monday night, Monday night. So, Junior. What did you think of the hunt for Red Colton? I loved it. <laughs> I mentioned last week that like my favorite part of him jumping the fence, besides his like dead legs hanging over, was Colton like leading up or Harrison leading up this like detective unit, right? And like they were hopping in cars. I'm right. pretty sure it was just like a Portuguese local driving yep. the car, yep. And like this guy had to be like, why? Like what's going on? Like I right. just I'm supposed to drive you from your hotel to this like villa right. and then back. Um, and they're like. Like looking in the brush, <laughs> and, like over walls and everything, and it's like, dude, he's he's not hiding from me. He's probably just walking. Like, well, just go look down the road. My two favorite 
moments from from the hunt here where uh, when when Harrison was like, well, give him a, give him fifteen more minutes, and I'm gonna have to call the police. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, can you like, imagine missing person Colton the Bachelor? Everybody's seen him, and and he was just fifteen feet down the road. Right, right. <laughs> and then my other favorite part was um, as they were approaching him, and, and somebody in the car was like, "Oh, there's a dark figure up there. There's a dark figure <laughs> up to the left. I think that's him." Uh, looks like we have we we found him. We found him. We got him. We got the son of a bitch. Like they, they, they approached him like he was like a, either a dangerous criminal right. or like an escaped zoo animal. Well, the, well, that like, was the thing too. When they're like, "Oh, we we have a we see a dark figure up here. It must be him." I was like, "You better be fucking damn sure that's yeah. him because you don't know who that is." So um, yeah, it's like are... it's like they, they were expecting like they walked up to him like he was gonna like snap and just kill him. Right. It's like, dude, he's, he's just sad. Right. He's just really sad. Um. So it, I mean, it just that was incredible. The whole thing was incredible. I, I also like that they they couldn't get Harrison close enough to just be able to like walk up to him. They had to like drop him off like thirty feet back and have him sprint. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh my god. We'll we'll talk more about Harrison and, and just kind of that whole thing, um, in, in one of our segments later. But we are gonna move on, and it's just gonna be a little bit of a different format of the show, just because of how weird the actual show was. So we did have a date, but we're we're gonna break up our show into night one and night two. So we're going to do a couple things from night one, and then we're going to take you to the interviews, and we'll come back and do um, you know, our, our date grade and, and a couple other things. So let's go right into our next segment, which is going to be Opposing Views. Opposing, opposing Views. views. So, yeah, we're start, starting the, the listeners off with something they're comfortable with, they right, know. Right. That's a familiar segment. Yes, because so. there are a lot of new segments in this show. There I don't are. want anybody, nobody freak out out there. Yeah, it's you okay. Know, it's still us. It's, it's still catching Junior. We're still, still here. We're still here. All right. So opposing views. Um, okay. So do you want to take the first the first sure, question? I'll, okay. Yeah. So speaking of Harrison, right? Um, was Harrison a dick to Colton in their little one-on-one powwow? <laughs> um, no, I'm. He was not because. And, and what Junior is alluding to is when Harrison was talking to him, and Colton was like, "I just, I just need to fight for her, man." And he's like, "Well, Harrison goes, well, maybe she's just not that into you." Like, guys need to hear that sometimes. You need to be faced with that reality that, like, you know what? Maybe she isn't – she's just not that into you. Maybe that's just not it, you know? Colton, maybe it's just time to move on, bro, okay? So I think – you know, I don't think Harrison was being a dick. I think he was being a good friend. No, I think he was being a dick because he wanted Colton to just go pick one of the other two women. He wanted to, like, keep the status quo, don't rock the boat. I don't, you know, let's just pick one of these two when we're fine. But but that's not what Colton wanted. And so to say maybe she's not that into you, he's just being a dick. You're just being selfish, Harrison. So let you, him let him make his choices. So you think Harrison was just telling him that to cover his own ass cuz and it would be yeah. it would be it would be more work for him if he actually went after Cassie? Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, they know, had to sw- they he would have had to call like an audible. I mean, Colton's family is already in Spain, so he's got to like figure out that whole thing. Right? Could you imagine if Cassie's like, no, I'm not going to Spain, and then you'd be like, hey, Colton's family, like, we just paid for you to go to Spain. And, yeah, but then, but then the he could just be like, okay, well, the show's over. And that's yeah, it. And then his job is done. Yeah, but it's more of a headache. Then he had to, like, explain a bunch of things, and it's just easier know. to tie it up with a bow. It's to go, go according to plan. I think, I think he was just being a good friend. All right, next one. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit of the breakups here. Should the cameras have followed Colton and Tasha into Tasha's room? Yes, I think they should have. Okay, you can't request. The only time 
you can request off-camera time is when you're banging in the fantasy suite. That's like the number one rule of The Bachelor. You're going to be filmed all the time. But the best part was it didn't make him take off their mics. Right, right. Well, <laughs> like, you're keep this on. And that is going to be my whole point. I don't think they should have uh, – or, yeah, I don't think the camera should have followed them in because the mics and the subtitles were hilarious. And I tweeted this out that if you imagined them having sex and those were the subtitles mm-hmm. – it made that scene so funny. She's it's like, like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's okay. Is that is is this really it? Is this really it? Like, oh my god, it was so good. So, um, I think that leaving the mics on was definitely good enough for me. Yeah. And okay. I, and I, you know, like, I, my only problem is I, I would have liked a simulcast like with Becca right. and Ari. A simulcast you know? would have been nice. You're right. And, and with cameraman like chasing them around when they clearly don't want to be on camera. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, all right, our next one. Should Colton – I mean he did do this, but should he have done it? Should he have dropped Cassie's name when he was talking to Tasha and Hannah G when he said, like, I love Cassie? Um, I'm going to say yes. I think he should have um, because I, I think the chances are if he was just being really weird about it, I mean, like there's somebody else here I love more. There's somebody I want to be here with more. I think there's a pretty good chance one or both of them would have been like, well, is it Tasha or or is it you know is it Cassie? Like they would have asked. They would have tried to get like, like well, why? Like what does she have or who? What is who, this mystery woman? What does she have that I don't have? And who is? It? So I think knowing that it was Cassie plus, um, you know, you, you saw some people say too, like you saw the glimmer in his eye or some shit when he was talking to Cassie all year and stuff like. So maybe saying like it's Cassie, they're like, oh fuck, like of course it is, you know. So I I think. They would have probably figured it out anyways is my is my opinion. Yeah, but, but here uh, here's my – so I don't think he should have because if they want to know, they'll ask. So I feel like a lot of times they're like, I don't even want to know. Like just, okay, it's not me. I don't want to know who I lost to. I can make it up in my mind who it was and then I won't know until the finale who it is. So just let me live in my fantasy world. Like I don't want to immediate like I don't want to hear you say their name basically. To be like, I love Cassie. It's gonna be like that's gotta dig so much into you. I, I, I didn't like it. Yeah, that I, I agree that that definitely is like, that's a dagger to hear like, yeah. I love this person and I'm not in love with you or some sh- right. whatever right. shit he was saying. Yeah. All right, uh, last one was telling Hannah G that he thought it would be her the a, a smart thing to do. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> okay. I wanted to be. I wanted to be different. Switch it up. That's what you want to think. Because then she's at least comforted and like, well, hey, at least I wasn't that far off. Like she thought I was. I thought it was gonna be me too. No. So they're you know they're, they're both agreeing. I'm like, oh, we both thought it was gonna be me. It's crazy how how life works, you know. But you know what? I, I she said it on the uh, when she was getting interviewed by Harrison there. All that did was tell her that everything he had ever said to her on the season was like hollow and meaningless. And whether no, I don't think so. She said she said whenever he kept saying, "You remind me of home," that that meant nothing to her anymore. And that was like the only that was the one thing she was holding on to. And now that that meant so much to her meant nothing now because he was like, "Oh, it should have been. It was gonna be you." Plus, you know, I I just think like, dude, you already said it's Cassie, you, and then you are. And now he's like, oh, by the way, like, I think it was going to be you, but, like, now it's not. Like, but, I don't. Hey, but, but life got in the way, man. My feelings got in the way. Yeah. It was going to be you. I had a serious connection with you. I thought you were going to be it. <laughs> Turns out you weren't. 
uh, I don't cookies. know, man. I, I have to disagree with that. I don't think it was smart to do that at all. I think he was speaking out of emotion there because I really do think he thought Hannah oh, G sure. it was going to be Hannah G at the end. Yeah, but, I mean, we all did. Okay, a little before we get to our next segment, do you think there's any chance that he got caught in the moment with Cassie? Like, he obviously loved Cassie. He obviously really wanted to be with Cassie. But do you think there's any chance that he did get caught in the moment and was like, like, you know, spilled his heart out on her and then realized what he did and was like, shit, like, I really did want to be with Hannah G, but I can't, right? I can't after what I just did. Do you think there's any chance that happened? Oh, you're saying like after like after he, she left and like after like she he, left, he was like, I really mm. do want to be with Hannah G, but I really fucked it up from everything I said to Cassie. I don't know. So it was more than just what he said. Like he, again, the fence jumped, the crying, the sobbing, the right, right, all that stuff. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's possible, right? But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's just just a, just a thought to throw out there. Yeah, just yeah, just plant the seed. All right, we are now going to get to a new segment. This is called Better Breakup. So we're going to talk about which breakup was better. And I'm going to let you interpret better however you mm-hmm. want. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah. I'm going to say Tasha had the better breakup. Okay. It seemed to not, um, not, not affect her, but like she took it in stride mm-hmm. and was like basically like it's okay. Like it's I get it. It's not going to work. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, Hannah G was, like, legitimately crushed by it. Like, she was sitting there all giddy, like, waiting for a date. At least Tasha had a date to go on first. Like, right. here, poor Hannah G is sitting here thinking that she's going to get picked up for the first date. She thought it was, she thought it was the first date of right. Portugal. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Tasha had the, the better breakup in that it wasn't as devastating. So, I think that um, I'm going to interpret better as diff- differently than you did as and just okay. who, who looked better. I think they both looked good out of the breakup. Let me just say that. Okay. Um, physically, they both were stunning when they came on to the show oh, afterwards. Oh, sure. yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm going to say Hannah G because she did, like you just said, she had the, um, you know, she had the whole thing that she didn't get her chance. She never got her chance to pro- try to prove to him that, like, I I can be the one. I should be the one with you. He just he cut her off before, and she never got that. And I think that gains a lot of sympathy. It's like, well, why didn't Hannah G get a shot? She didn't get a fair shake. So I think that she had came out with the better breakup because she didn't get the chance, and that will she, always she didn't stay get, there. She didn't get the bottom of the inning, you know? Right, and that will always be there. That will always st- stick in there in the history of the Bachelor franchise. It'll come down to – Hannah G never got the chance. What could have yeah. been? What could have been if Hannah G got the date? We, you know, we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Um, so, with that, who do you think we're going to break it down? Both of them between Tasha and Colton. The girls like to do this. We're going to do a little gal talk right now. Little little gal pal. Who, who do you think won the breakup, Tasha or Colton? Well. My answer is going to be the same for both. I think Colton did. Okay. Because he is with somebody. Yeah. Like, you know, that's what it comes down to. Like, he can show off his arm candy to whoever he likes now. Right. And I, I don't think – I mean, maybe the other two are in relationships that we don't know about. But True. True. it didn't seem that way. True. Um, I'm going to say Colton won versus Tasha because mm-hmm. Tasha was very respectful. Hannah yeah. G kind of gave it to him a little bit. 
Yeah, she's in the business. She gave him a little like, "What the hell is wrong?" And I mean, she she told him like it was, and I think that may have given her the edge to be like, because Colton's been really well liked this whole season for good reason. Yeah. He's been a good bachelor, but that may have put a little bit of a blemish on him. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. I mean, she came out like she was more scorned than right. Tasha was, and so like she had more to say, like more right. dirt to like dish, basically. Right, right, which is you know may have scuffed up. Colton's right. shitty new hair. Yeah. Yeah, um, that, that was weird. <laughs> Looked like an anime, an anime character. Like, what was that I, all about? I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, hey, it's it's a fashion thing. You know, he's in a relationship with a SoCal girl now. They, they do yeah, that stuff. That's you what know? they do. That's what it is. That's what it's about. Um, all right, though. So that's going to wrap up night one. We are now going to go to our interviews. First, we're going to take you to Heather. Heather was a really, really fun interview. We talked a lot about a lot of different things. <laughs> Kissing, cats. Advent- Adventure thrills. Adventure thrills. It was a really, really fun interview. So uh, we will take you to Heather's interview right now. Okay, we now welcome Heather onto the show. Heather, how you doing tonight? Hi, guys. I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Wonderful. <laughs> um, awesome. So, so we were just hoping to ask you a few questions about your time on the show. So I'm just going to dive right in and just... A simple one at first. How did you find yourself on the show? So my sister actually um, nominated me to be on the show. I had watched my entire, like, for years with all my girlfriends. And then kind of as a joke, my sister nominated me. And one thing led to another, and I was on the show. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Easy. Yeah. So did, yeah. the, did the producers push hard for the never been kissed angle? Or did you kind of approach it as this is kind of my strength going in based on <laughs> Colton and his whole thing. Did you go into it that way or did they kind of push you into it? <clears throat> I mean, no, I mean, that kind of was my story and that is a kind of a big part of me. So I knew that would be emphasized, but um, yeah, no, that was, that was who I was. And obviously when relationships, when you're talking about relationships, that's what that's going to come up. So yeah, it was pretty much me. It wasn't really, no one pushed me to do anything I didn't want to do. Nice. So I noticed that the the wordage there was that you've never been kissed, but until then, have you ever kissed someone? Oh, semantics. <laughs> no, <laughs> semantics. No, I've never kissed anyone. No one's ever kissed me. <laughs> None of it. Just covered all the bases there. All right, all right. <laughs> covered all the bases. <laughs> so what I always find interesting about, you know, when they release the bios, obviously we go through and crawl all the bios, and your profession was was never been kissed. Um, mm-hmm. What what is your actual profession? <laughs> is that all a profession? I didn't know. <laughs> well, unless, I mean, technically, I mean, you could get paid to do it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, I am actually. I work for an engineering company as a um, project manager. Nice. Oh, very cool. That's awesome. Very cool. It's a little different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we like to break news here. So is this, and you don't have to answer this if you're not comfortable, but is Colton still the only person you have kissed? Yes, he is. Oh, okay. I haven't kissed anyone since Colton. Okay. Yes. Wow. <laughs> that, is, that is big news. That is big news, yeah. <laughs> big I, news. I know. I get off and I just start kissing everyone I see. <laughs> yeah, it's like bars. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like you remember, like, you broke the dam. Like, it's all let it loose. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, not, not yet. <laughs> so... Your bio also said you were a big thrill seeker. Yes. 
what are some what are some cool things you've done? So I've um, I've skydived. Oh wow! I've bungee oh. jumped. I'm like obsessed with all, like amusement parks are like my thing. Like I'm obsessed with them. River rafting, like kind of like I just love all things that like are thrilling. I don't know why. I just always have since I was a little kid. Nice. That's awesome. If you could, if you could recommend to do like one adventure adrenaline junkie thing, what would it be? I, I mean, skydiving is honestly like the most magical thing like I've ever done. Really? It's like something else. It's it's honestly not like bungee jumping was the most terrifying thing I've ever done. It was like absolutely petrifying. I like they like threw me off backwards. It was I thought I didn't go ahead first. I went back first. And it was terrifying. Mm. But but skydiving honestly wasn't even really scary. It was just like magical because you're so high. I think that you just are not even like you don't even think about the ground because you're just like so high. It's so fun. Are you, that's are you awesome. yeah are you at the point where uh like you don't need somebody to skydive like can you do it on your own oh no 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 i <laughs> see, i don't trust myself like okay. i'll never get to that point like okay. those kind of thrills scare, scare me yeah i don't like i don't really even like like push jumping or when i'm in control i don't like it okay fair enough yeah that's when someone else is in control yeah so, so, uh, so. A, a big thing that they did this season with mostly with, with Tasha, um they would like surprise each other going like bungee jumping or skydiving so from someone who's done it would you rather know like ahead like well in advance you've kind of debated this on the show would you like to know well in advance like i'm going bungee jumping like in a month or would you rather have it like sprung on you the day of or it's like you have a little bit of anxiety but it's for a short period of time i think sprung on you is the best that's what for my first when i went skydiving for the first time when i was 18 um Wow. They didn't even tell me I was going. Like, for my, like we just like showed up on my team birthday, and I think that's the best way because you don't like get it in your head and you like freak out. You just like, all right, we're doing it. We're here. Let's go. So I think that's for sure the best way. Okay. Yeah, definitely. So you mentioned uh, amusement parks too. What's like the like most badass like roller coaster you've gone on, or like ride? I guess. Ooh. Like, have you done the thing where where they like Ooh. strap you up and you like fly through the entire? You know what I mean? Like, and you like you're on the bungee. I was going to say that. Yeah, and you, like, pull the cord and yeah. you fly. Yeah. They have it at, like, what? Six Flags. Yes, that's the best. I love what? That's probably, honestly, one of my favorites. Oh, my God. What is this ride? You They, like, they like pull you up in a cord, and then you just, like, let go, and you fly at, like, a million miles per hour through the amusement park. Like, and you all, it's crazy, right? I, I'm describing it, like, exactly how it is, right? This sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, like, I, you can do it with, like, one other person, and they, right. like, pull you up, and then you get to the top, and then you, like, pull a cord on your side, and then you just, like, drop like fly yeah i don't even i don't know exactly how to describe it but yeah it's really fun do you know how fast you're going like what was the exit velocity there <laughs> <laughs> i have no clue <laughs> it seems fast so it's so fun though it's fast <laughs> it's fun across. that's crazy um i also noticed reading through your bio that you have a kitty named kitty i do she's actually sitting right here with me right now oh, oh my god i so, i also used to have a, a kitty named kitty well her name was her name was Mr. Kitty. Um, how long have you had? <laughs> how long have you had Kitty? I've had Kitty for. We actually, my mom, um, whole family lives in Iowa, so she kind of showed up on the farm in Iowa about five years ago, and we just took her home. We flew her home with us. Oh, wow. oh my so god! Like, five years. Same thing. Same thing happened. It just showed up on like my Are brother's back. Yeah, my brother has like uh, like five acres, and the cat just showed uh -huh. up one night. Like we were sitting outside, and the cat just showed up, and we. We got it, like, we took it inside, we got it shots and everything, and Aww. named it Kitty. 
That's so funny. Yeah. Small world. Yep, that's the best. So, world of kitty, I guess. What is uh, <laughs> what does kitty look like? What what kind of cat is kitty? She's a black cat. Okay. She's really fat. Nice. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe her. <laughs> a fat black cat. I, I can get on board with that. <laughs> a fat black cat. <laughs> nice. What did your kitty? What does your kitty look like? Um, she was like a like a gray. I don't really even know. It's a gray like short hair cat. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to describe cats. There's really not that many. Right? It's like, yeah, you just pretty much describe the color. The color and the look of the cat. And the hair length, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Were they hypoallergenic or what? No, I'm just kidding. So this has been cat talk with Heather. All right, so... I got a question about your time on the show again. So obviously, you know, you walked there on that, it was like a four-on-one date. Um, one of my mm-hmm. favorite parts of the Bachelor franchise is like on a two-on-one when they leave the person on like a desert island. Um, what was the train ride like? Because that was a little bit different, but there's still like it had that feeling a little bit. How was the train ride? I guess home like when when you left there. It yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> I am, and they're all there. Um, it was weird. <laughs> it was super weird. I was like, I just. I thought, like, so we arrived on the train. It was, like, a, mm-hmm. like a 15-minute ride. And then they just put me on the train as I left. And I'm like, how are they going to get back? Like, <laughs> like, it was, like, a one – it was a giant train. Like, it, it wasn't coming back around. So Right. Um, but, yeah, it, it just was going so slow, like, two miles an hour all the way back. And, yeah, it was interesting for sure. Yeah, I believe were you, it. <laughs> were, were you guys the only ones that, like, did you have the train for the day? Like, was, um, any, like, was the public allowed on the train? <laughs> they weren't there when we, when we were there. Yeah, we had a yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. At least you didn't, like, ride back with a bunch of strangers or something. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I had my own train, and I was like, it was just me. <laughs> well, that, hey, that, that's, that's cool. kind of cool, actually. Um, yeah. Watch, yeah. Watching back, I mean, obviously that was a very contentious uh, date there. Was there a part of you, mm-hmm. after you watched it, that you were kind of like, Geez, thank God I left when I did, because that got pretty intense pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I had no idea what was going on that mm. day. I was kind of like, kind of in my own head, and I wasn't part of what was going on with all the drama. So, wa- watching back, I was like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> where was I? Yeah. I, I missed it all. <laughs> but no, I think, it, I honestly think it was, it was for the best, my decision, just based on my relationship with him. Right. Like, I just think. For sure. Yeah, I think it was the best decision for me. Well, good. Yeah. So, what what kind of went into that decision? I mean, did you know going into the date you were going to do it? Did it? Had you been like thinking about it, or was it just you got on the date and were like, you know what, like I can tell it's not right, I'm going to go. Yeah, you know what? I think coming into Denver, I knew that like I felt that I needed more time with him in order to like feel confident in like in getting engaged in a few weeks because that that was like coming up. I knew hometowns were next week, and I knew. Introducing my family was, like, a really big deal and something that meant a lot to me, and I knew it meant a lot to him, and he really expressed a lot to us that he was really wanting to get engaged. So going into Denver, I was like, I really feel like I need a one-on-one in order to, like, have that time to be able to be confident in taking him home to my family. And then when I didn't get that, I was like, well, it really, I didn't know what was going to happen. And I think when I... I wasn't positive what I was going to do going into that date, but I think after I had a little conversation with him, I talked a little bit. I was like, I think I know what I need to do, and I don't think it's fair to bring him home if I don't feel like 
we're fully there or I could accept her proposal in a couple of weeks. Right. So. Right. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so after the finale, I just, um, I, I know you guys, I guess, know how it ends, obviously, before it airs. Um, I, when you watched it, were you surprised at all or like kind of like, oh, wow, I didn't realize it went down exactly like that, you know, with, with the whole ending with, with Cassie and Colton? Yeah, I mean, I was watching it just as a viewer as well because, I mean, I didn't know exactly fully what happened. And mm-hmm. it was it was crazy. It was I was so, in, like, watching it the two-night finale, I was just so in it. It was insane. And something just, like, that we've never seen before. So I, yeah, it was just as exciting for me, I think, as it was for everyone else. Right, Harrison so. wasn't lying. It was something we've never seen before. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. It was just, like, completely... Completely different than anything you'd ever expect. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, how was the How was the women's hall? Was that like a Was that like a like a fun experience? It seemed like everyone was just like yelling over each other. But was it like yeah, a fun experience? I mean, I had fun. <laughs> I had a good time, but it it was a little more intense than I was expecting. I like I I mean, obviously there was drama and there was I knew that there was stuff gonna go down and people were gonna have conversations that pick up where they left off with everything but um yeah I mean it was a little more intense than I was expecting yeah yeah <laughs> but I kind of I kind of kept I wasn't I wasn't really involved in pretty much any of the drama so for me I was kind of just a spectator yeah same so just, like, just a bystander just watching that's the way to be that's the safest <laughs> thing to do yeah, yeah right that's a yeah, pretty, situation pretty much. <laughs> um, I was just kind of smiling so I guess I guess my final question is um I'm not sure exactly what you can say or what you can't say but are you open to other opportunities are we possibly going to see you again down the road maybe over the summer or anything yeah you know what um I don't know but I I am definitely open to different opportunities that might come my way and I'm not I'm not really closing myself off to anything so nice we shall see awesome cool Nice. nice open door yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess, Junior, you have anything else or are you good? No, I'm good. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. Great to talk to you guys. Yeah, definitely. Good to talk to you too. Yep. And, uh, okay. Talk, talk to you later. All right. Talk to you later. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Yep. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. All right, another huge thank you to Heather for coming on. Uh, like I said, a lot of fun. Awkward g- g- goodbye, and that one's on me. I, uh, you know, I, I heard something. <laughs> I like, I like that you left it in there. <laughs> I, I had to. I had to. I mean, there was no other like good way to cut it. I was just like, eh, whatever. Um, but we're now going to take you to Kerpa's interview. Kerpa also a lot of fun. Um, you know, we we, we talked dentistry. Let's we, just say that we talked a lot of dentistry, <laughs> and I don't think she was expecting that. But it was a really good interview, so we will take you to Kerpa's right now. Okay, we now welcome Kerpa to the show. Kerpa, how you doing tonight? Hi, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. How's it going? Good, good. How are you guys? We're doing good, I think. Good. Yeah, for sure. Um so we just hope to ask you a few questions from the show. So um, I'm going to start you off with, I think, one that might be a little tough, if you don't mind. Um, okay. I saw a picture way back during the entrances of you spraying a hose. And I heard a rumor of what your entrance was. Can you talk about that a little bit? Um, 
I can't say. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I heard I heard the rumor, and I, I don't blame you for not being able to say it. I just thought I'd uh, throw that out there. It, it was it was not G-rated, I think we can say, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, what, what was night one like? Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, night one was kind of a whirlwind. I feel like I blacked out for most of it because you're so nervous and you don't really know what to expect. You get to the mansion, there's like beautiful women surrounding you, and then there's Colton, and I was just overwhelmed. And I'm I'm glad I survived. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, So can you just talk about how uh, you actually got onto the show to begin with? Yeah, um, I had been, like, on those dating apps and dating around, and they just weren't working out, so my friends, like, as a joke, were like, you should just apply for The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. So I did, and I never thought I'd hear back, and yeah, one thing led to another, and I got on. And there you were, very cool. (laughs) Wow. So I think uh, one of the biggest storylines with you this season was your injury. Can you talk about that a little bit? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I fell and had to get stitches in Thailand. I was trying to get a picture, uh, like, in the tide pools by the ocean, sunset. And, yeah, didn't work out and had to go to a very sketchy hospital and get some stitches. (laughs) I'm all healed now, though. It's all good. good. And I understand you you sprained your wrist, too, during that, uh, that injury, right? Yeah, luckily, oh, and I was so worried because I'm like, how am I going to clean teeth when I get back home? Oh. But luckily, that it's been fine. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Um, so that uh, just a couple questions about the show. Um, that group date there towards the end that seemed like a pretty intense scene. Can you describe just kind of the overall mood? Was it as kind of uh, I guess tense as it as it was portrayed on the show or on the uh, yeah on TV? Yeah, we had no idea really, like, what was going through Colton's mind when he uh, went and talked to Chris at the end of that road ceremony, mm-hmm. and we're all, it was, we were all very tense, and like, what's going to happen next, what's going on, so, right. yeah, it, it was as tense as it was portrayed. Yeah, okay, interesting. Even on, like, the, on the date when you guys went up, you know, they took the train to the top of the mountain and everything, all that was, like, really that intense with everyone kind of going back and forth, and now you and Cassie got into it a little bit. Um, oh yeah, uh, that was that was all real. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. So what what did you like? What was your reaction when you know you're you're sitting kind of at the dinner portion uh, and, and Kaylin walks in? What was kind of going through your mind there? I, Cassie and I both looked at each other when Kaylin walked in. We were like, "Was that Kaylin? Like, why is she here? What what's going on? Like, we had no idea that was going to happen. Why she was walking in and." I was like, oh, gosh, I, I wonder why she's here. And mm-hmm. then I went home, so. <laughs> <laughs> you found out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then I found out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to switch gears a little bit to your uh, your career of a of a, a uh, oh my, dental hygienist, correct? Yes. So um, how important to you is dental health? very important because it has to do with your whole body if you're not taking care of your teeth and your gums that plaque and that bacteria will build up go in your bloodstream can affect your heart and just cause other problems so it all starts in the mouth so 
make sure you brush and floss. Interesting. Always. Um, all right, I'm going to play off the floss thing. So I have this long um, theory that floss is like a conspiracy theory by the dental people to like just make money. Cause I, what is – all right, I understand that flossing is good for you, but I guess I get lost when people are like, oh, man, did you know if you floss like a starving family in India is like, you know, is is fat or something. Like I, like they just make it sound like it's the most amazing thing in the world. So like is it better to floss or like eat healthy? Or is that comparing like apples to oranges? Both. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can't really you can't just be like, oh I'm gonna eat healthy. I don't have to floss. Okay. All right. No, things will still get stuck between your teeth and brushing's good to get things off the surface, but you're still missing in between and that's okay. what the floss is for. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I will I'll make a commitment to floss more, flossing more after this conversation. Oh, you will? I promise. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, you're, just, you're just feeding big dental. I, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, is, is there such – so we have, we have another friend who's also a dental hygienist, and she claims that there's no such thing as soft teeth. Is that true? Soft can, can, teeth? Can someone have, like, soft teeth? Like, is someone more prone to cavities than somebody else? I mean, there are genetic disorders where people can have, like, weaker enamel or no enamel, and so their teeth technically are softer and more prone to getting cavities, yeah. Yeah, I for sure have that. <laughs> I don't know if you have I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm I think glad you just you... need to brush more. <laughs> no, I don't. I br- hey, listen, I brush, I floss, I use the purple mouthwash, nothing helps. <laughs> Okay, so so bouncing off of that, if you had to rank an order of importance, uh, rinsing, brushing, and flossing, what? How would you rank those from most important to least important? I would do brush, floss, and then rinse. All right, so flossing is not the top. Okay, because all right, that 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 makes me feel a little better. Um, I got an electric yeah. toothbrush for Christmas, and it I have to say it's changed my life. It's really awesome. Right, it's a game changer. It really is, and like when yeah. it when it They're vibrates great. and like tells you, oh, you got to go to the next quadrant. It's like this is this is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you got the fancy one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My family takes care of me. You know, they they make sure I have the. <laughs> oh man. The, the so, am, am I am I a schmuck for having like the manual toothbrush? Yeah. Wait, you don't even have an electric one? Yeah, you need to upgrade. Oh. Yeah. What is I wrong with the one you? That- I just use the one that the dentist gives me every you know six months. Oh my gosh! Come on. No. Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh jeez, I got I got to get one of these. Well, I'm I'm a hard brusher, so the thing I like about it too is if I brush too hard, it just stops, which is good. Yeah, it tells you like you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is great. Yeah, I'm sure you were really expecting to like come on and talk about uh, you know teeth, but we have a lot That's of questions the, about it's it. A, it's actually a, it's actually a dental podcast. <laughs> right? I'm talking bachelor. <laughs> good. Yeah. Um. Um. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead. Okay, I was say back, back to your back to your time actually on the show or kind of post show. Can you talk a little about uh, the women tell all and kind of what that environment was like? And if you know, we didn't get to see much of you on there, was there stuff that kind of obviously things get cut for you know for a two hour show? But was there stuff there that that didn't make it to air that you you know kind of wish did? Um, I think everything that I said got pretty much out there. It's really hard to get a word in at the women tell all because everyone is trying to speak up or be heard so it was just like how you saw like everyone kind of screaming at each other yeah um but no luckily i got my word in and said what i had to say so i'm good with with what aired yeah, that's fair. Yeah, good. Yeah, that, that seemed like a pretty, uh, pretty. I mean, not even Harrison couldn't even, you know, corral everything, and that's 
that's when you know it's pretty intense. Um, oh yeah, yeah, it got bad. <laughs> it got bad quick. Um, so when uh, when you watched the finale, you know the you know yesterday and uh, and Monday or Monday and Tuesday this week, um, were were you surprised too? I know you guys kind of have an idea of, of what happens, I guess, at the end. But did you know to the extent of how it happened? No, I had no idea that that's what went down. Mm. So I was kind of shocked. I'm glad that they're together and he's happy because that's that's what he came here for. That's what she was there for. So I'm glad that they're both happy and it's working. But yeah, I didn't know that all the events that led up to that. That's crazy. Right. And it's got to feel good for you too because it's like, like I know like if one of my sports teams loses in the playoffs to like the team that wins the championship, I'm like, oh, okay, at least I, you know, we lost the team that won it all. So you can be like, well, all right, you know, at least I lost to Cassie who won it all, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, maybe not, sorry. <laughs> um, so I guess my, my last question, are, are you still kind of involved with, with the Bachelor verse? Are you open to more kind of opportunities, or are you kind of just shutting it down, focusing more on the dental career? Um, if Paradise gets brought up, I'd be open to it, mm-hmm. but we'll see. I'm yeah. definitely, yeah, still doing dental hygiene, and yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm open to it. Nice. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, well, that's all I got, and uh, I, you know, I've just learned a lot about teeth, and I'm really happy that we, <laughs> we got to talk here for a little bit. This was fun. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Definitely. All right, well, thanks so much, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, great. Thanks. Yeah, bye. 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 Okay, and again, another huge thank you to Kerpa for coming on. It was a full night for us, and uh, we're really, really, really thankful for uh, for both the ladies spending some time with us. Um, we are now going to get to a familiar segment to our listeners, so don't worry. Relax, yep, everybody. Starting off familiar again. We had a date, so we're going to grade the date. We're going to finish it off strong. As we always do. So, uh, Colton and Cassie went on a cliff, and then they had a picnic. Yeah, they went, like, rappelling down the cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought it was very cool. Mm-hmm. I'm um, As you know, I like to, like, climb. Like, when I was a kid, I used to climb trees all the time. Right. And I always wanted to, like, rappel. Um, so, I thought that was very cool, like, just rappelling down that cliff. And, like, they were, they were talking about how, like, nervous they were about, like, dying like you got to be kind of like an idiot you know to not know how to like break the rope and stuff so uh they were fine it wasn't like you know, they were skydiving or something so uh I, I gave the the date overall an a uh because i liked the little little bit of adventure along with a nice picnic uh, i'm all about that yeah it was very symbolic of them both kind of you know going out on a limb you know taking mm. a risk for one another um and I, I think ultimately that's why it was, it was a good date for them. Uh, me personally, you know, not crazy about rappelling on a, on a cliff, but um, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I just would probably prefer to do something else. So I'm going to give this a B. Um, for their relationship, though, I give it an A+. Plus. I think oh, it was yeah. a, an A-plus date to really, um, you know. Solidify their relationship. Really, really harbor that love for one another. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. We have no MVP or LVPs because yeah, we just don't. It was them. It was them. So we are now going to go to another new segment. All right, stay with us here. Stay with us. I know it's okay. We're okay. This one is called family time. 
and we're going to grade how Cassie did with Colton's family because this was tough. This was tough. Yeah. Colton came in and, and prefaced it by saying, yeah, she dumped me. And they're like, what? Like they, Yeah. I thought this was very weird because like – okay, so normally when the women are meeting the families, right. like the, his family – they're like gauging it for engagement. They're like, are you ready for engagement? Like, right. it's pretty, like the whole thing is like, it's pretty quick to get engaged. Right. It's like, we've already established they're not getting engaged. This is just dating. Like you wouldn't do this to just date somebody. <laughs> right. Like if you met a girl at a bar, you weren't like, oh, I got to run you past my family first to see if we should date. Right. That's a good point. But I think that also like threads back to in the night one, they were already in Spain. They were, <laughs> they were expecting right, exactly. so. like they had like they had to do it. <laughs> they but, like, had the to way do they it. were treating it like right. like Scott Underwood was like like welling up. And I'm like, he's not getting engaged. He's just right. dating this girl. Well, well, let's take it easy on Scott Underwood. But no, he, I, mean, I love Scott. He just wants what's best yeah. for his son. And and I and that's I mean it's it was definitely weird because what you're saying is absolutely right, but at the same time it's like, okay, they have to go through this dumbass process because that's what the show is. So they have to, she has to go through the family, go through the gauntlet and everything. And the fact of the matter is, is that this girl broke their son's heart. So now it's like, she did. now they obviously have reservations about her. Cause it's like, well, is she going to do it again? You know, when Colton cries, it's really fucking ugly to look at. So like, I don't want to see this. <laughs> so like, can we just try he to not, ugly can we just try to not make this happen? Is she going to make him cry again? Like, holy shit. So. Um, so I understand the reservations, though. I, I you are right in the sense that yeah, they were just dating. Like at the, at that point, it was established that they would just be dating at the end of the the process. Um, yeah. But with that said, let it let us grade Cassie's how she handled the family, um, and we're going to grade it on different scales, I believe. Correct? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, all right. Do you want to go first? Yeah. So I gave Cassie. Three and one quarter stars out of five. She gave her three and a quarter stars out of five. Um, I think that she didn't bullshit. She was in there. She said the truth. She spoke the truth. Um, Almost to the point where it it almost had the feeling of like if – obviously she didn't say this or anything, but like if you're not okay with this – that's just kind of the way it is right now, you know, and you're going right, to have yeah. to deal with it. So uh, I give her a lot of respect for going in and doing it that way. But, um, you know, obviously I, I don't know how, if she could have done better, but the position she put herself in going into it, I don't like she, she was already starting off behind the eight ball, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I graded mine on a, on a GPA scale out of four. Okay. Uh, and I gave her a three, two, six. Okay. Uh, All right. Point two six, which which technically, you know, is is higher than you, I suppose, right, yep. uh, on that scale. But you know, for me, rating it out of a GPA, it's like a three two six. You're still above a three. Like right. you're not getting kicked out for that. Yeah, uh, you get you know, a pretty good GPA. But there's there was room for improvement. Could have right. done a little bit more. Maybe some more extracurriculars or less extracurriculars to focus on those studies. Right. Um, right. Not quite I, dean's I, list, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Not quite. Uh, and, and not quite. You know, come loud. I don't think. I don't really know where it cutoff is, but. Um, no, I mean, she did a, she did a fine job. Like you said, um, not much, like it's a tough situation to go into. I think she was just, she was herself. Um, she reassured them kind of like, like she didn't lie, which I liked. She wasn't like, Oh no, I love him. Like we're going to be together forever. She was basically like, yeah, like we're going to, we're going to see where it goes. Like I I can't promise you anything basically. Um, which was the right move because you don't want to like over promise. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with you there. Um, I, I think those are both really good ratings. Um, and then obviously, you know, they come out, um, 
and they end up deciding that they're going to be together, which is great. Um, we are we are going to switch gears to a couple other things, you know, as far as Bachelor in Paradise and the Bachelorette go. But before we tie a bow on this season of Colton, I want to just any anything else that stuck out to you with this with this uh, finale? Um, two things. Mm-hmm. One. We didn't get a virgin reveal, which yes. pisses me off because yes. they made it the focus. Like I don't, I honestly don't care, mm-hmm. but they made it such a focus of the season. Right, you got you got to tell us at the end. Right, like you, you, you can't do that. Right, um, yeah, I I think see, I saw a lot of people getting pissed off about that, but I, I took it as it was pretty heavily implied that they fucked. Right. You know, so right. like yes, I was, I agree. You know, so I I kind of was like, all right, yeah, he didn't necessarily come out and say like. Uh, yeah, I I lost it, you know, but yeah, um, were, yeah. but I kind of got it. Here, here's what I think happened. I think like they were all fine to joke about it all season, and mm-hmm. then when he when he lost it, he was like, "Oh shoot, this is like very like more personal than I thought it would be to reveal this." Like I, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. Like he, they got like, they got like caught up, and they're like, "Oh shoot!" Like we've been joking about it so much that it lost its seriousness or whatever. Right. That's true. That's true. All right, and what was your other thing that that's my other there? thing was uh, air supply. Played air supply, and, it, and it, it was like the first time in this in this franchise that I I knew who the band was. Yeah, yeah, air supply. I, I would. What a wild choice. I would. I'm being honest with you, man. If they if they had said, if somebody had said like you know air supply died in like 1987, I would have been like, oh yeah, yeah of course they did. I had yeah. no idea they were still alive. Yeah. Um, no, not a clue. No, yeah. Um, what a weird choice. And then, like, they only played the one song. They're like, all right, why don't you guys play us out? And they just, like, played the same song again. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but I remember, whenever I see Air Supply, oh, I think of the, uh, the SNL skit. The SNL with Chris Kattan and, and Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah, they make out. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, it's, that's oh, every that, time that's, I think of Air Supply. all I think about with Air Supply. <laughs> that's all I think about. It's great. Um, yeah, I mean, I really – I'll be honest – for how much it was built up, I, I actually thought the episodes were a bit dry, a little bit boring. I yeah. was interested in night one. I was interested in seeing especially uh, Tasha and Hannah G and their kind of their rebuttals to the breakups and kind of how they're handling it. Um, the second night, it was almost it was almost like um, an episode you would see on week three. You know what I mean? The way there was like a date and like the yeah. so it, it didn't really. Well, it didn't move yeah. the needle for me as much, but it was. I mean, obviously, overall, good for them. Great, you know, they're they're yeah, a nice yeah. couple. The, the, but the issue is like they tried to stretch out what right. didn't need to be stretched out. Like right. it, that could have been what they used to do with the three hour finale. Right, we could have squeezed all that in into the three hour finale on a Monday night and right. been good. It's like it's like when a good TV show like keeps going an extra season, and you're like, you should have ended last season. Right. Yeah. No. Like I, that, that's exactly what happened. Like Tuesday night, you're like, we could have ended this last night. And, like, right. Been right. Or, or at the very least, could have, could have gone an hour on Tuesday, you know? Right, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, the, yeah. the two hours on Tuesday did seem drawn out. Bad, just, just bad formats this season all around. Yeah, it like, wasn't like great. The formats of, of like their like specials or whatever. Right. Weren't great. It wasn't great. Yeah, I, yeah you're right. You're right. Um, I did like the guy talk, though. I want to I wanna mention that. Oh, yeah. I like the guy, yeah. just the guys being guys, just hanging just, and yeah, just yucking it up. You know, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, so, yeah. Seeing the guys all uh, all back together and and your and your boy your boy Goose. I mean, it wasn't in guy time, but your boy Goose came back out. It was good to see Goose. It was really he, good to see Goose. And he said he they didn't bang in the fantasy suite. <laughs> they, they held him, each him, other. Him, him and Crystal. Him and Crystal yeah, they, probably held. They each held other. each other tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So 
that is the season of The Bachelor. But we are going to talk about a few more things before we wrap everything up. And don't worry. Don't worry, everybody. We still have quotes. So oh, just oh, oh, Harrison, you. <laughs> so, um, but as the season ends, we are starting to think about maybe this summer, maybe some people we've talked to on the show, if they'll be there this summer. So Junior and I are going to conduct a little uh, fantasy Bachelor in Paradise draft um, of people – I guess who we think slash would like to see in paradise. Um, We, we figured it out ahead of time. Junior will get the first pick. um, And then I'll get two and three and junior will get, we're going to snake it basically. It's going to be a snake. Yeah. Snake draft for four picks. So go ahead. What's your first pick? Um, And just because this is just from this season. Yes. And so um, I'm, I'm going to take the number one pick overall Demi. Yeah. I mean, just, she oozes entertainment. Right. She's hilarious. Right. She's got to be the number one pick. Yeah, I I think that is. I mean, it, it's it's Demi and then everybody else. I mean, she right. was yeah. built for paradise. Close. Um. Okay, I am going to take with my with the second pick. Um, I think oh, we'll go a couple different ways with this. I think since it's back to back, I'm going to go Nicole and Anyeka. That's good. So those are two solid picks. We need the drama there. Um, I need both of them there, Nicole and Anyeka. All right, yeah, those yeah. are good. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go with um, DJ Agro. Ah, Catherine. good. That was my next pick. That's yeah. a good pick. That's a. Good I just pick. think that she's gonna be just such a character there. Oh yeah. Oh, um, yeah. and then my third pick is gonna be our friend Alex. Yeah, that was my next too. Just because I think that well, one, she's our friend. Um. And two, just I think the sloth angle will will play very well there. Oh yeah, um, just because they always hype up like the wildlife. Yeah, so I can see them being like, "Oh look, a sloth is coming!" Right. Um, and I think you know, I think she'd have a lot of fun. Alex will flourish. She will oh, flourish yeah. in paradise. I can't wait to see her there. Sure. Sloth for paradise. Um, all right, my next one. I'm gonna go with. So these are my last two, right? I gotta make these good. Yeah. All right, I I'm gonna go Hannah G. I think. Good one. I, I think she's going to look good in Paradise. I th- I think she's another one, not the same way Demi is, but I think Hannah G is built for Paradise, kind of like D'Lo was a couple years ago. Mm, yep. Just being hot. Um, uh, yeah. And then last, man, this is a deep this is a deep draft class. I'm looking at my big board here. <laughs> it um, is. I, th- ooh. I don't know if I can put her there. I think I'll go Kaylin. I don't like that pick though, but I think I'm gonna say Kaylin. I think um I think she's gonna be a major like a role, a big role in Paradise. Okay. I, th- I think she's gonna be somebody who like is gonna be there from day one all the way throughout and you know, the drama will follow her a little bit, but yeah. Okay. Um my final pick is going to be Tracy. Oh, because that's I, a good because one. I, because I took Demi. Yeah, yeah. So See, I, I got to have that rivalry. I tell you what, I was between three at the end. It was it was Kalen, Courtney because of the rivalry mm-hmm. with Demi. Yeah. And then wild card here. I almost said it, but I didn't want to go. Too, I didn't want to get too crazy. Nina. I think, Nina. I think Nina's performance on Women Tell All is going to play, and she you're you're going to see her in Paradise. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it could be like. And everyone's gonna be like, "Who's that? We don't right. know her." Right. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. Well, if we're lucky, all those people will be on Paradise. I hope would, so. 
so entertaining. Right. And of course, I mean, I'd love to see Sydney and Caitlin and Heather. I'd love to see all of them. And Kerpa. I'd love Kerpa. to see all of them get onto Paradise. I think they'd all be Aaron. phenomenal. Aaron, absolutely Aaron. Um, she, she actually was on my list. She would have been my next one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Aaron would have yeah. been good. Aaron would have been good. Or she will, she will be good. She will be. Um, so that's our Paradise. So now we got to talk Bachelorette. Yes. I am thrilled. <laughs> oh, yeah, I you're, you're grinning ear to ear here. Absolutely thrilled as Hannah B. If there's anybody who deserves it, it's her. Um, I am so happy that Hannah B. is the Bachelorette. You know, all the haters out there, oh, I'm not going to watch. I'm never going to watch the show again. Fine. Don't fucking watch again. Hannah B. Yeah, is gonna... Everyone said that about Colton, too. Exactly. Yes. Hannah B. I think is going to be an excellent Bachelorette because she's so awkward and, like, weird. That's what makes my skin crawl. Like, if she can... She needs to just like rein it in a little bit. Like, okay, her first rose ceremony was so awkward. And then, granted, yeah. like they obviously train you and prep you for that, right? But man, it was just like she stumbled through. Every, she like, couldn't get a sentence out. Yeah, but, she, but based on her performance on Women Tell All, very like composed, good mm-hmm. head on her shoulders. I I'm fine with it. I think she, you know, she's a good pick. Um, I'm excited to see what she brings to the table. We'll see. I think she's a great pick. I also think. Um... You know, I, I read a thing today that there were the other people who they were considering. I don't know if you saw this. No, I didn't. Um, it was Kaylin. That's not really a big surprise. Kaylin, Tasha, yeah. uh, Hannah G, and Demi. And I'm happy they Demi. didn't. I'm, yeah, I'm happy they didn't take Tasha or Hannah G because you always, whenever you have the girl that gets her heart broken, it's it's always tough to follow up the next season. I feel like. And yeah, always, they always, yeah they always make a huge deal out right. of it. So I I am glad they didn't take either one of those two though. I think they both would have been fine. Um, Kaylin, I don't. I think. I think, I think she her, her reputation was, was sullied. Her women tell all. Yeah, Demi would have been great. I would have loved to see Demi do it. Demi would Demi would would have been like when they picked um, Caitlin Bristow. Remember that? Like she was like the wild card of her season. Not wild card, but yeah. Uh, but on, on her season, she was like the you know like. Kind of like outlandish, like right. launchy one. Right. Uh, Nowhere near close her... to Demi, though. But yeah, no, I know what no, you're not saying. Even. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, but like kind of in that same vein. Right. And... Which I actually forgot. I was watching a clip back. That Caitlyn season, remember that they started it off with her and. Um... And uh, Brittany, I think her name was. Brit- was it Brittany? I yeah. think so, yeah. The girl um, that didn't shower. Like competing. Yeah, they were like yeah. competing yes. for the Bachelorette. That was right. crazy. The guys had to choose who they wanted to be the Bachelorette. Yes. And then the whoever won then did a rose ceremony, which was Third. wild, wild. The reason I uh, I was watching it is because that was Ryan M's season, uh, and I was watching. If, if you got, if the listeners don't know who Ryan M is, just Google Ryan M Bachelorette, and he, he was a treat night one. Got sent home because he was too hammered. He was he was a treat, and let me <laughs> let me tell you what: if he was around. In today's bachelor world, oh my he, he would not have survived he, very well. He, yeah, he'd be dead. Like, like be dead. I think Twitter yeah. would have physically murdered he, him. He somehow would have been arrested. Like, I don't know yes. how. I don't know how it works, but somehow he would have been arrested. Yeah. Um, but I. But back to Hanby. There is actually somebody else that was thrown out there. Name that was thrown out there. Um, Danielle M. Back from Nick Vale season. Her name was floated out there. Uh, blonde. Tall, kind of older, not older, oh, but like yeah, yeah. She Holy was on Paradise. Cow, really? She kissed what? She kissed Wells on in Paradise before she left. Um, little behind the scenes thing. If you are into reality TV, Danielle M dated Paulie from Big Brother, who is now on the Challenge, who is now dating Cara Maria on the Challenge, and but he like apparently somehow kind of fucked Danielle M over, and now she's single. So 
Just Jeez. a little reality TV stuff for you there. If you're into it, that, take that to the water cooler tomorrow, okay? And tell every tell all the tell all the gals at the water cooler about this. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. That that what a crazy like web, right? I know, I know. And they are starting to do crossovers now with um, the challenge and like Bachelorette, Big Brother are stuff they, like yeah. that. Uh, Chase was on the challenge this past season, so I You're have right. my fingers crossed that Chad may find his way wait, onto the challenge. Wait, which Chase? Not Chase Ferguson. No, Chase uh, oh, from okay. JoJo season. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, yep. I thought it was Chase Ferguson. Yeah. All right. So Hannah B met five guys. It's back to her. Speaking, we got, let's speaking go. of Ch- speaking of Chase Ferguson, <laughs> Chase Ferguson, Hannah B met five guys, and um, we're gonna rank them. Yeah. We're gonna rank what we think of the guys. We're gonna say who I guess we'll say who our favorite is and who our least favorite is. I guess does that sound good yeah. to you? Yeah. Let's do that. All right. So we had Luke. Uh, the first Luke. Luke came out saying, "I'm so happy. It's you." Like six times. You, yeah. He said he, he said stunning a lot. Like he looks stunning. I'm so stunned. Right. Uh, we had Dustin. Uh, Dustin came out and he brought champagne. Yeah. To toast. Nice touch. Very nice. You know, the, it plays because she toasts. Yeah. She's weird at toasting. Uh, Cam came out with a rap. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Bold move. Bold. Actually, it wasn't terrible rap. Like I thought. Doesn't mean very bad. Like it was awkward, but it wasn't as bad as it could have been. Uh, better than Hannah G's, I would say. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. All right. Then we had Connor. Connor came out uh, with a stool, had her stand on, and say, "I want to be on the same level uh, as you." See. Yeah. Which like did he measure her beforehand? Like he, how did he know? I don't know. Because like they were like the exact same height. It was crazy. <laughs> he measured her. That's <laughs> And then you had uh, Luke S, who said, "I'll go down on you." Anytime. Anytime, and that's. I don't know. All right, yes. so who? Yeah. let's start with your – you know what? Let's do it this way. Let's do MVP and LVP because I just need to have that fix in my life. So who was your – let's start Ooh. LVP. LVP is Luke S. Yes, yes, yes. That guy, you can't come out and do that. Like I get like, oh, it's funny, man. Right. That's so awkward for – Everybody her. involved. Everybody and involved. Every, right, yeah. and then everybody else. Like, yeah. Just – and he looked like Nick Vale, as everyone kind of pointed out. Right. And this is not a Nick Vale podcast. No. Um, yeah. He – you don't say that to a lady. No. If that was Demi, maybe like she likes that. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. you don't say that to a lady. Not that Demi's not a lady, but Demi admitted on national television that she's promiscuous, so right. it's fine. It plays. Han- Hannah B. is a lady. Like don't – she's a southern belle. Don't tell her you're going to go down on her, please. Yeah. Lucas, yeah. figure it out. Just chill out. Um, <laughs> yeah, take it easy, man. He he was my LVP. Um, MVP. Who's your MVP? You go. I think I'm going to go with Dustin. Um, I yeah. think that his it, it was just um, a very calm, relaxed intro. It played pretty well. It wasn't over the top, and I I just think it was a good. It was good. I think he yeah. he had the best walkout basically. Yeah, no, I, I definitely like Dustin. Um, I'm gonna give mine to to other Luke, okay. just because he was like a normal guy. Like he didn't come yeah. out and do a gimmick. He came out, he said something nice, he moved on. He yeah. was a little like awkward, but I mean, you're gonna be he coming was out for the first yeah, time. First leading off, you know, for sure. So yeah, he, he just kind of like the everyman. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um. So Nick, Nick, the Nick Vale thing. I want to point to come back to that real quick. Did you see that Demi and Nick Vale? We're like doing stuff together. Like she went on his podcast, and then his they podcast, had like pictures yeah. together. And I, I'm and but and apparently like things went weird on his podcast because like she was he tweeted something out, and then she was like, "Yeah, like it got pretty real on the podcast, but it's okay, Nick." And he's like, "Yeah, like sorry about that." Like it was very strange. That is weird. Yeah, they were like going back and forth on Twitter. 
And, like, I know it just is weird because he's, like, 53 and she's, like, 22. Right, yeah. Like, it's yeah, just yeah. it's weird to me that that happened. Yeah, he's already been through, like, three marriages. Right, right. Um, all right, with that oh. said, folks, it's everybody's favorite time, America's favorite segment. It's quotes. So quotes Let's from, do it. the, uh, from Monday and Tuesday night. Um, all right, why don't you give me one? Uh, my first one was just from, like, generic producer number two. And when they were looking for Colton, they just were shouting, Colton, come back. Like, <laughs> like he was a lost dog. <laughs> uh, I, have, I have to throw – I know we talked about this quote, but it, I, we, I have to put it in here in the quotes. Harrison just saying, what if she's just not that into you? I mean, yeah. just a freaking dagger of a statement that it Chris is. Harrison has thrown down. Yeah. Um, another one from Harrison <laughs> – it was when he actually like caught up to him, mm-hmm. and um, Colton was like, "I just feel like I'm, you know, I'm not enough." Blah blah blah. And he said, "What part of tonight makes you feel like you're not enough?" And I'm like, "Oh, how about the part where you just got dumped by the girl that said <laughs> that she loved him?" <laughs> Come on, Harrison. Um, I am also gonna say my next one is a, is an exchange between Colton and Hannah G. And Colton says, "He's like, I just, I just don't want you to feel like that." And she's like. Well, I do. Like, well, I do. <laughs> That's always like I love when people say like the last thing in the world they want is to hurt you. It's right. like, well, well, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, another one from Harrison when he he went to go visit Colton for his little like powwow, mm-hmm. and he opened the door and he went, "Last night was wild." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw you had a really like good they, tweet there. They, that that was like, uh, yeah, like like they had sex. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> Yeah, it didn't come from Tasha or Cassie yeah. or Hannah G. Last night was wild. Came from Chris Harrison. Um, <laughs> all right, I have one from Colton's mom, and it was when uh, she sat down with Cassie, and Cassie's like, "Well, you know, I when I when I made my decision, and her mom and Colton's mom just cut her off, and she's like, your decision to bail,' like just, <laughs> yeah. just nailed her. Yeah, yikes. Yeah, um, I think I only have one more, and it is from Colton, and it's when him and Cassie were on their date. Right. And Cassie asked him to sing. Yep. And he said, no, I don't want you to leave me again. <laughs> Which he's like always going to have that in his back pocket. And right. mind you, this, this was like their first time seeing each other after they broke up. <laughs> um, I have a couple left. This is uh, when Colton was sitting down with his family to talk about Cassie before she came in. And he's like, I'm no longer a virgin. Oh, I'm just man. kidding. And then, and, then he, was that? and then he pauses again. He's like. No, but seriously, guys, like, when he said, I'm then, just kidding. They're like, oh, they're like, oh, so-and-so called it, man. Oh, yeah, good yeah, job. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. When he said, I'm just kidding, it, it reminded me of, <laughs> this is my second Eastbound and Down reference in two weeks, of uh, when Kenny Powers goes to the lunch table and he says he saw yes. Yeah, all right, yeah. We don't yes. go into that. It was a Ryan M. <laughs> statement, kind of. He's, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Golden also said, uh, at one point, I don't know who he said it to. He might just said it to the camera. He goes, I love it hard and fast. Yeah. Or no, I, sorry. He said, I love hard and fast. But yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. No, he loves it hard and I fast. Love it fast. Uh, this is from my girlfriend. Um, this is oh, when sick. they went to, yeah, when they went to Majorca and Colton's called it Majorca. And she didn't speak the whole episode, but then all of a sudden she goes, um, it's Majorca, you dipshit. I was like, okay. Wow. Take it Dude, easy. She's such a Portuguese hipster, man. <laughs> she is. Uh, okay, this is from Cassie. I only have two more now. Cassie, they were talking, I think, on the date, and she, she just said, I'm glad last week went the way it did. 
<laughs> yeah, they both seem to say that. They're like, I'm so glad we had that experience. And I was like, what? Like, What's going on here? Like, Colton, you almost ran away in the Portuguese countryside. It's like killed yourself. Um, and, and my last one is Jason. And I mean, it was just a total like filler quote. Yes. When he's like, Jason, what do you think of how Colton's doing? He's like, oh, you know, he's doing great. He's he's just out there fighting the good fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing like, yep. to do All with right, it. Man. Nothing to do with it. Yeah. So those are my quotes. Um, okay, well, let's wrap up this episode and uh, let's wrap Colton's season up with a bold prediction about Cassie and Colton's relationship. All right. I think that they get engaged, they get married, they grow old, they have kids. They never have sex. <laughs> yes, you heard that right. They have kids. <laughs> Immaculate concep- conception by Cassie. They never have sex. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, I'm going to make – this is going to be a, a, a very hot take, I think. I think within the next six years, Colton will be The Bachelor again. That is a spicy take. <laughs> I think he will, he will be The Bachelor again. He's going to be the first two-time Bachelor. I think. Uh, I, th- I think. Yeah, he would be. Yeah. Nick Vale's been on like three times, but it was right. like Paradise, Bachelorette, Bachelor. Right, exactly. And bachelor, two two Bachelorettes, a Paradise, and a Bachelor. That's that's Nick Vale. Right, yeah, yeah. You right. had a Grand Slam right. then, yeah. Um, so that's going to be – that's my bold prediction. Colton is going to be the – and, and oh. he may or may not still be with Cassie at the time, but he's going to be uh, the Bachelor oh. again. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yes. Um. All right. Well, I guess that's going to wrap up this episode and, and – Wrap up your time with us for a while. Um, yeah. We have um, some pretty cool stuff, I think, coming up. Um, we have some interviews that I think we're still hoping to get. So yep. if if we happen to get a, a handful of them, maybe we'll release an episode with just interviews or something like that. Um, but we're really excited about moving forward. We've, we've, we want to thank everybody as well because mm-hmm. we've, we've grown a bit this this season especially. So uh, thank you for listening, and, and please keep listening and – um, mm. if you have any suggestions or, or want to ask us questions or something like that, we didn't have any question segments this season. Yeah, it's true. We didn't, we're very open to it. Yeah. We're open uh, to any of that stuff. We're, we're very accessible, th- accessible. Yes. Thank you to all our, our guests this season. I, you know, as you've seen, we've grown a little bit to where we've gotten more and more guests, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just kind of keep building on each other. So yep. any, anyone you'd like to see, let us know. We'll do our best to try to get them for sure. Um, okay. Well, I guess that is, that is it. Another thank you again to Heather and Kerpa for coming on tonight too. Um, Junior, any final words? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. This has been Bachelor Night in America and we will see you soon. Bye. With a little love and some tenderness, we'll walk upon the water. We'll rise above the mess with a little peace and some harmony. We'll take the world together, we'll take them by the hand.